It does. Know? Whenever I yeah. run with you guys, my only goal <laughs> is to not stop running. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. Literally. That's a good goal to have. Whenever I used to run, yeah. I would stop and walk. I would stop. Even walking is okay. about growth what's up everybody this is jerry and this is the ego podcast welcome back to the ego podcast we are sorry that we took forever to upload <laughs> an episode i'm not gonna lie i've yeah. been a little bit too lazy on this project Me too. we've uh, been, we've just been busy yeah overall, mfp you know? summer program has been off the hook man. it's been awesome oh yeah it's yeah, been yeah, really dude. fun and being really you know, non-stop yeah and evbh so. has been keeping me busy but we haven't so. forgotten about you guys yeah. yeah, the three of you that listen to no, just <laughs> no, dude. So no, we got a we got a good following, bro, and I, I want to keep this project going. And you know, for the for the people that do listen to us, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, and uh, we just want to keep pumping out good content for you guys. Yeah, yeah good yeah. content, and I feel like this episode. Not gonna lie, too, we've been having a really busy day too, and by busy, I feel like it was mostly self care today. Yeah, like we were just hanging out with homies all day today. True, and for sure. now we're here at my place filming this episode and i feel like you know personally like being put on the spot of like what subject we should talk about personally i've been pursuing a lot of growth lately mm-hmm. like i was telling i told david before we started this podcast i've been spending my money on i've been spending a lot of money on two things books and clothes <laughs> Yeah. Like if you see my bed right now, it's literally just books. littered with books it's and clothes. It's just books right there. Books, books and, and clothes. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, and like I've just been going to the bookworm in Edwards and mm. literally just being like, I want that one, that one, that one, that. It's like sneaker shopping in complex. Yeah. And that's what I want to do with the kids. You know, like we should. I've, like, I've, re- I've noticed that you've been taking a lot of kids to, yeah. Yeah. to the bookworm. Yeah. Which is yeah. really good. I, I wish yeah. I could have thought of that. Cause yeah. didn't you make Caesar read? The but I didn't make him read, but he, he was going through a tough... Well, he, he he just wanted to change. Yeah. He wanted to build habits, healthier habits. He wanted to reconstruct himself. Bro, same, dude. And yeah. I started telling him about the books that I've been reading that have helped me kind of set a foundation to uh-huh. kind of hit the reset button on a lot of my mentality. Um, because sometimes, like, I feel like, you know, I was talking to somebody recently, and I, I was telling her, like, the whole mentality of I am who I am and you accept me the way that you are, that I am, is a bunch of bullshit, to be honest. You think yeah. so? I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Because I think people change when they want to change mm-hmm. for things that they want or for things that they need. Okay? So, so what about that saying that's like, once a cheater, always a cheater? What do you mean? Do you think they have the capability of changing mm-hmm. or no? Of course. I, there any, I feel like anyone can change as as long as they put the work in it, you know? Yeah, of course, it's going to be super in the audience hard. Are like, nope. No, but then, like, it really depends on your situation. Like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah, like, if I got cheated by a girl and then she wants to come back, like, hell no. Yeah. No, you yeah, know, of course. Like, yeah. It just depends on the person. But the like, question, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm, it depends yeah. on the person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want to change, yeah, you cheated before, but you're capable of changing your, your future. And yeah. not doing that again. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like cheating and focusing on that. Like I'm talking about mentality. Mm, like, 
like there's so many people like if there's anything that I encounter a lot in my day-to-day life well not day-to-day life but like with kids and the things that they open up about there's a lot of toxic relationships out there you know yeah and there's a lot of people that say you know what this is part of me my mentality is all part of me and that's what I want to focus on right now it's like that mentality that Mm. you are who you are and you can't really change it and I think that's a bunch of bullshit like there's a couple things that you cannot change right bro when I was a little kid like when I was a baby like elementary school I used to be this really fat kid oh yeah I used to be because no, I, <laughs> I honestly shut, shut I thought you were like skinny like me like back when you were a kid and then that's when you like got buff no I used to be chunky I used to be a chunky monkey. this guy be talking like he's known David for years yeah I know right? he grew up <laughs> 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 you barely met me hey no, I met you since day one <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but I was I was a I was a chunky kid and and my mentality was I am who I am yeah. I, I'm gonna be fat for the rest of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about dieting, exercise. I didn't know about all of that. You know. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you were saying, you're completely right, bro. Like, you can change if your mentality changes. Yeah. Mind over body, always. Exactly. Always. Yeah. always. Exactly. And that's <clears throat> a good example, you know, of when people want to mm-hmm. change. And when I was talking to this person, I was talking in a term of like relationship wise, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've always kind of told myself. Like, I've had toxic qualities in the past, mm-hmm. right? I'm not the perfect person. Who hasn't? Right? I mean, like, who, yeah. I've, I've yeah. caught myself being controlling. Mm-hmm. I've caught myself showing my masculinity, my machismo. Same. You know, mm-hmm. I've caught myself being more reactive than proactive. And I've always told myself, how can I change those things, right? Yeah. And I've never done them just out of, like, I don't know, like, at my own will, mm-hmm. you know? I've mm-hmm. kind of looked at other forms of education or other things that uh, that exist in the world, whether it's people's stories or books or podcasts that I've turned to that have helped me kind of create a foundation for that change to actually happen, right? Mm-hmm. Because the last thing that you want is to really pursue a lot of these things that you want to do and you want to go in there and you want to really just the last thing you want is to go in blindly to go into the dark yeah you know so so i mean that's what i really want this podcast to be about this episode Mm -hmm. to be about just because i've been focusing a lot on growth Mm -hmm. like literally like i went i I went and bought books today at the book room you know one of the books that i bought was about burnout and that's legit like what i struggle with at the workplace you know Mm -hmm. is burnout is exactly that burnout like and I'm not going to lie, like, last year, my biggest struggle mm-hmm. was anxiety. Oh, yeah. Like, this guy would see me, like, yeah. curled up, shaking at night. And this man would never cool. sleep. Like, like I will yeah. never sleep, He would dude. stay up. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I had so much shit going on last year. And legit, like, I would just let my thoughts get to me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like, you both have seen me in that really dark circle. Yeah. Or that, that dark <clears throat> place. But, like, the day that I decided to do something about it is because I built up that courage to actually look for things and call myself out on a lot of this stuff, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's also one thing. Like, if you're out here, like, if you don't want to, the first step to changing is to calling yourself out on things you want to change and being mm-hmm. honest with yourself. Yeah. You know? Nobody wants to say, okay, well, I'm bad at communication. Okay, well, I'm bad at this. 
I'm bad at that. I'm bad at this. Everybody wants to be like, ah, eh, you know, I try, you know, but I feel like people need to be really honest with themselves and say, okay, I'm bad at this and I'm going to do this to fix it and I'm going to do it for so and so and you're going to see change. So that's what I'm doing right now with a lot of my my personal growth. So know? step yeah. one, call yourself out. Call yourself out. Be your own. Pretty much analyze yourself. Be your own critic. Analyze yeah. yourself. Like yeah. yesterday, I made this guy. I forced this guy to meditate with me. No, no, no I, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really like force myself. Oh, I don't really want to. But like, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Just to yeah. try it out. Um, and at the end, I felt good. You know, I felt, felt like refreshed. I was in peace. Yeah, it was so. 10 minutes. And those 10 minutes may seem long as hell. Oh, yeah, it was actually quick for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but, like, like, it was, like, a moment for you to realize that that's what you could do to call yourself out. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's when that, when that person that's leading you through that meditation tells you, you know, like, if I were to ever give a meditation class, you know, if Bratzo's listening, it would be cool to, like, introduce that to MFP. Like, mm-hmm. bring a bunch of headphones in and black out the room and the, the boxing room and just make kids sit down. Yeah. Like, I... And like if I were to be an instructor there, like mm-hmm. I would be like instead of being like like oh you know like take this time to breathe and relax, I'd be like take this time to breathe, but think about something that's bothering you, yeah. something that you've you have are not willing to call yourself out to, but you're willing to change, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's step number one. Is call to build yourself it. out, yeah. It's build that courage, you know, and sometimes it takes somebody else to tell you to take that time True. to yeah. you know True. evaluate yourself so i don't know what do you guys think i mean what do you guys do for personal growth uh <clears throat> i like what you said i call myself out on it and then i take the proper steps but um like this weekend i went to uh what's it called to aurora I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw an old friend My hometown <laughs> Yeah I went to Aurora Shout out Miss Padilla Shout out Miss Padilla Shout out to my mom I haven't, We haven't sat down in a long time It feels well, good like to say like in two that. weeks I know right It's been taking a while um, Anyway I went to Aurora I was talking to this one old, Really old family friend and, and And he was telling me He's like Yeah I've been in a really dark spot lately I I get motivated And then I kind of just fall off the wagon Mm-hmm. and yeah. get back into my habits mm-hmm. and he's like what what do you do like what do you do when that happens mm-hmm. and my advice for him was try to convert that motivation mm-hmm. into discipline yeah out of all the values that you can have integrity courage discipline is probably top three for me at least yeah, yeah. top three because motivation can only take you so far Motivation yeah. is that fire um, that that keeps you going. Yeah. Discipline is going to be the gasoline and the firewood that's yeah. going to keep that gas alive. It's true. So yeah. bringing it back to habits and trying to change, it, it, if you're the type of person that gets motivated easily, like me, the way I would get motivated is by watching those YouTube videos. Yeah, those like motivation. Exactly, like, like you're the lion type of video. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I get that. Um, so I would get motivated, and that would last me, let's say, two three days. Yeah. I'm waking up at five a.m. I'm getting that diet. Yeah. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the book, um, every night. A week goes by, and I'm back to watching YouTube, Netflix, eating like crap, um, skipping workouts, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
what what happened you know yeah. what's wrong with me and and what ends up happening is you end up feeling worse than when you started mm-hmm. at least in my case um so what i learned was get get a schedule get an accountability partner so for me it's you guys yeah, yeah. Um, we're taking your fat ass to run tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to yeah. keep up. Yeah, and I like that that pace. part. I wanna add it, add on to later. But I'm gonna let you finish. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, lost I lost my place. Sorry, I lost yeah. my place. I was watching. Anyway, um, find accountability partners. Turn your motivation into discipline. And if you don't know what to do literally use your phone and google it yeah. go on youtube and youtube it go to a friend go to the bookstore i mean that's a plus about media like social, social media. media people don't know how to use yeah. social media bro mm-hmm. focus they, on the wrong thing they think it's all about instagram and youtube and, and netflix perfect, and perfect couples perfect yeah. bodies vacation they don't know all like, these bro. websites that's that are trying to help you out you know and like mm-hmm. um blogs there's yeah. news feeds there's there's so many articles yeah, that, that can help you out literally for free. YouTube videos with like actual licensed doctors that can help you out with whatever you want. Bro, it's 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 easy. Literally mm-hmm. a click of a button. But people are like, Oh no, I don't have the time. I don't Exactly. It's you like make the time. Bro, you, you actually don't want no it. one has the time. Mm-hmm. You have to make it. You yeah. have to make it. If it's that important to you, then you're going to make the time for it. Oh, yeah. Whether it's waking up at 4 in the morning or staying up until 4 in the morning. Yeah. You have to, if you want it that bad, yeah. you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. There's really no excuse. And, yeah. And, like, I feel like this brings me back to the conversation I have with a lot of kids. But, like, I don't know how you guys are with people, but I'm not scared to call people out. Especially mm-hmm. with the time thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're always like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And I don't have time. But yet, they're always talking about wanting that thing that they want to have the time for. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, if you don't have the time for that thing, then maybe it's not for you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're being too lazy, or maybe you don't want to sit back and actually structure your schedule. You know, everybody has the same hours in the day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have to wake up earlier to get that morning running, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I've been telling Tony, like, I'm wanting to do running daily, like, from here on out, daily. Either it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour like just go out there for a run uh because that helps me stay focused it helps you know like david said the discipline it helps it stay alive Mm -hmm. and for so long like during the pandemic i've caught myself doing like ah you know i worked a 16-hour shift so i deserve to sleep in Mm -hmm. or i i've you know i've worked really hard i just graduated i deserve to do this you know Mm -hmm. whatever right Mm -hmm. yeah but i've like i've caught myself doing that thing and kind of giving myself a prize that's very short-lived that you know sleeping in or you know not taking in that risk and i'm always like shit i should have like gone out for the run because if i would have done it back then i would have been a whole nother person today yeah you know and i don't know about you guys but do you guys believe in survival of the fittest oh yeah yes definitely 100 percent, right yeah that's something that i've always brought up to the kids in like a healthy way right because i tell them like at the end of the day like the people that are going to move forward Mm -hmm. are the ones that are putting in the work no matter what that looks like. It doesn't matter if you see a CEO being, you know, having a really successful life, they're putting in the work, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that you see happy, everybody that you see successful, everybody that has something that you want or is doing something that you've always wanted to do has had to work for it some yeah. way or another, 
Well, sure. I should rephrase it. You know, not everybody has done that because you know there's inheritance and all that stuff. Yeah. But most people that you see or that I've encountered have worked really hard to be who they are today, and you know, survive over the fittest. Mm-hmm. You know, like David said, you have your phone. Use it wisely. You have books. Start reading. You have all these different tools. You have all these things that you could be doing. But a lot of people catch themselves not doing those things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, like, catch themselves watching those motivational videos, feeling really, really motivated. Mm -hmm. But it only lasts, like, two days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, but, yeah, Tony, you were going to say something? What were you going to say? Tony. No, yeah, you were, uh, I just want to go back to what you were saying. Like, you would, um. Part, like pick off from your like friends like mm. us yeah like how uh, we pretty much like motivate a, you yeah yep so that i was going back to how like whenever i feel unmotivated and feel like i don't have gas anymore mm. then i pretty much like you guys you guys start up my like give give me gas to or more a motivation to keep going and Right. to keep on doing what I need to do like uh, growth such Almost as like definitely. like we're pretty much pulling you yeah you know? and also the pull and pull theory yeah 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 and Push also and pull, like sorry. seeing you guys doing more makes me want to do like more yeah. to catch up to where you guys are at you know where you, oh, I'm yeah. trying to be up in that level with you guys bro it's <laughs> like it's like that one thing that's like I would rather be last place in the group of the fastest runners <laughs> than first place in a group of slow runners. Yeah, that's true. Now, bring me, dude, okay, let me tell you a quick story. So that's exactly what happened to me when I was running cross country, no, track and field. Uh-huh. And this happened when we were at the Glenwood meet. Uh-huh. You know how, like, it's the last heat are the fastest runners. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, was the, I was on the last heat of the mile run. Uh, and I was the last yeah, yeah. runner on the list, coming yeah. in at a f- at a four fifty nine mile pace. So last I was running on un- like a second under, under a, a five minute mile. Hell. Everybody else was running either at that time or four thirty miles. So yeah. that was literally. I remember that day as in it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. I tell this story just because yeah, it sucked. Like the anxiety that I felt that day, dude. I'm bad, Holy dude. I can't shit. imagine. Like yeah. I was just anticipating for the race to start, and I was telling myself just don't be last, just keep up. Like yeah. don't let these guys lap you. Don't let these guys build that thing. Like don't let them build up and leave you in the dust. Mm-hmm. And that was all that was going through my head. Mm-hmm. And of course the race came right. And I tell people like my stomach, like I feel like I'm, like, I feel like I'm gonna take a shit and yeah. throw up at the same uh-huh. time. Oh, yeah, I, I, get to the I, would, I would always feel like that, and when I was in track and or cross country yeah. during meets. Yeah, so yeah, I felt so like scary. that in the in the literally at the start of the finish line, and then the official just points out their gun and just shoots in the air, and it's go time. And I just remember like literally just all that kept going through my head was so it was weird because like the track and field of Glenwood. Mm. It's so weird because they would have the bleachers in the middle of the oh, field. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. when you were passing behind those bleachers, it was you oh, by yourself. Yeah. No crowd, no yeah, nothing. Yeah. And you just heard all the other runner, all the other runners breathing, all the other runners' footsteps. Kind of like going through yeah. a tunnel, right? Yeah, you're going through yeah. a tunnel. It's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. And, like, I just remember, like, looking around me and, like, every runner on that track that day that was on me was wanting to, like, win, right? Mm. Yeah, and I kept telling myself, 
why am I even nervous? I asked for this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I signed up for this shit. I worked hard to break five minutes in the mile. And I just remember like running that shit. And that was the day that I went under four or, or 450. And I ran a 448. 450? No, I ran a 448 that day. That was my fastest oh, mile shit. ever. Went sub 4.5, bro. Yeah. Dude. So I legit, like, I worked, I busted my ass off that day. But like David said, like, it's because I legit was in the race with a bunch of sharks. Yeah. Like, these guys it's, were coming for blood, uh, and I had to keep up. Survival of the yeah. fittest. Yeah, you know? for real. And nice I didn't come friends. last, dude. I came third to last. So I, I was mean, like, yeah. Sure. Oh, dude. <laughs> said I came third I mean, that's, like, yeah. that's still a huge accomplishment, I didn't win. dude. Yeah, you know. But still, like, I can guarantee you that that time is way faster than if you would have raced with the bunch of Tony's. Exactly. Bunch of Tony's. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm just kidding, Tony. It's good. I make fun of Tony because, like, every time... Uh, every time before we run, I'm like, okay, Tony, you want to go at your pace or do you want the Jerry Lopez treatment? <laughs> and last I time he chose. Garcia treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy chose the Jerry Lopez treatment. And then Damn. I could pull, I wish I could pull up a picture, but I, I legit, like, just went up to him oh. and just took a picture of this guy throwing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was because, yeah. like, I didn't run for, I don't know, like a whole month. Honestly, we were going at such a slow pace that day. For real? I, felt like, me, I felt like I was going fast. For me. Like, Maybe just because, like, I didn't run. Um, cause like in today's run, like you kept up good because oh, yeah. that was a short run, and on that run where you threw up, like I felt my endurance kick up. Yeah. Oh hey. Like as soon as I hit more than a mile or two, yeah. like the first mile for me, I'm slow as shit, and yeah. then I hit up that two mile, and then that's when I start to really build up and build up. Yeah. No and thanks. I feel like that's where Tony like starts that's where to I, I get lag nervous on. and he uh, lags off. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Bro. For me, it's the opposite. Like for me, I start off good. And I have a good um, speed and pace. And then once Jerry gets kicked in with his endurance, <laughs> that's when I start slowing down. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm neither fast nor endurance, bro. I'm a, I'm a turtle, bro. Yeah, but that's the thing. You you get out there. Yeah, dude. You get out there and you're, you're over here and like legit. Like, while other people don't even go out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I wanted to work on, you know, my, my muscular endurance. And just being a, a well-rounded, healthy athlete, um, I think running is super beneficial. Um, so I'm gonna do it. So mm-hmm. that's why I've been using you guys to keep me accountable for it. Hell yeah, yeah. man! So I was telling people that if if for the people listening to this podcast, if there's if you're listening and you're telling yourself, oh, I wonder what book I should start with, you know, there's this really good book that I started or that I read. It's called Endure by Alex Hutchinson, and it talks a lot about the mind. And mm-hmm. how it works while you're running or while you're doing anything that requires high levels of endurance, you know, whether it's running, biking, boxing, whatever it is that requires you to really sustain pain for a long time. It just breaks down what exactly goes down in the mind and gives you kind of like perspective from mm. different people yeah. of how they've been able to turn that pain into mm. something more positive, you know, that mm-hmm. contributes to their overall life, like who they've become. And I feel like a lot of people don't run or don't lift or don't do anything because that shit hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that shit takes time. That shit legit takes you to, you know, it takes risk because you're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You're legit putting yourself out there. You're like, for example, like the person that wants to start running because they're overweight or they want to lose a couple pounds, you're putting yourself out there, right? Because mm-hmm. there's always going to be that, that voice in your in your head that tells you that you're not good enough 
or that mm. you're gonna fail at this and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, I feel like we can both sit here, or we can all three sit here, and talk about all the times we failed. You know, bro. Like, we'll be here for yeah, days. Like we, <laughs> we've been plagued by injury. We've been plagued by times that we didn't feel like we were good enough. We've been plagued where we've been questioned if we, this is even something that we want to do. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we all have in common is that we didn't give up and we kept going. You for know? sure. Like no matter what. Gotta go off of that. Uh, like I recently read this one book, which is also about running, called Shoe Dog, Phil Knight. Oh uh, yeah? yeah. Bro, one of the I read that book. Uh, cover to cover because uh-huh. it was that good I have the book here somewhere Phil Knight Phil Knight yeah. is the the creator the owner or he's not the owner anymore but he invented he's the Nike. mastermind yeah. he's the mastermind behind the Nike oh yeah, yeah. Um, him and Bill Bowerman <clears throat> yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, his his coach right yeah his coach yeah. Um, as you were saying the the whole startup of the Nike company which was Blue Ribbon to begin with Mm-hmm. They went through so many uh, sues. They've been sued. The Japanese companies never believed in them. Yeah. They've had, to, like, literally so many failures. Mm-hmm. And look at where Nike is now. They're top. Look at they, where Nike is now. Yeah, it's everywhere. And their story, bro, of the failures that got them to where they are today, that's just, that's, that's just motivational right there, bro. So. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it related to what you were saying. So. Yeah, and it take sure. it took risk, you know. Like it took exactly Phil Knight risk. It took them everything, like literally. Like I'm pretty sure Phil Knight had to risk it all mm. to get to where he is today. Many a know? times. Yeah. Like literally, dozens like, of times. Yeah. Like there's there's that quote that I, I forget who said uh, who said it from. Where it's like, I didn't fail. I just you know that 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 I just found a way that, found, that didn't work. Yeah, I just found a way that didn't work. Yeah. And I'm gonna try again. And I'm gonna try again. And I'm gonna try again and again and again and again. And it's so like, corny but it's true. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's corny it's and I suggest that people do that for things that they're passionate about. True. You know? Yeah. Things that, that require your work. Yeah. I'm not telling you to try and try and try with your girlfriend or boyfriend that continues to break your heart. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I'm telling you to try and try and try with your personal goals. With mm-hmm. getting from level one to level two, mm-hmm. you know, getting faster, getting stronger, getting smarter, whatever it is. Like, I, like I work with psychologists every single day, and they tell me, like, literally, the one thing that you could be doing to grow mentally yeah. is to give yourself that time to breathe, is to give yourself that time to read, to give yourself that time to meditate and do something that you love. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's you can literally train every part of your body, you know, but. Yeah literally it's gonna take work time it's gonna take like have effort. you have you i'm pretty sure we've heard this speech all the the nike speech the rise and shine oh rise yeah. And shine. yeah you know like and it tells you then like, when we uh show that speech to the mfp kids i think we david did, did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think that speech tells you a lot about what it takes to be like literally like the next level stuff yeah. You know, and like there was this guy that was giving a speech. I'll show it to you guys after the podcast. And I, I learned a lot about this speech. It's called Footsteps Behind You. Jamie, pull it up. And it, <laughs> it talks a lot about, yeah, it's on YouTube. And it's like, it talks a lot about how Footsteps Behind You is called. And it talks a lot about how, like, when you're running, like, you hear those footsteps behind you. Yeah, that one right there. The sound? Yeah. The oh, sound of footsteps behind you, right? Yeah, we'll watch it. So it, it talks a lot about, like, the footsteps that are behind you and how that runner uh-huh. is going to get a faster time if you slow down 
If yeah. you give up, that runner's gonna set a higher standard than you. And it's it's a mentality that like I've grown like literally like whenever Tony runs with me, I want to finish first. You know, like the other day I was running with Mario, and I was running with Rojas, and the whole thing. And like the whole time that I was running with them, like the only thing that kept going through my head was I want to finish first. Like uh, I want to be the top dog. I want to be the one that finishes and crosses that line and finishes these workout first. And that's just my mentality when it comes to running. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of been able to replicate that with mm-hmm. real life where I'm not necessarily like, oh, I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. But I kind of have my my priorities set straight. Yeah. Like I work hard and everything that I have literally like I've worked hard for. And, you know, like. I also need to get better to say that I owe this all to God, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't want to be, like, cocky and say that I did this all by myself. But trust me, like, there was a lot of tears. There was a lot yeah. of moments when I wanted to give up and I had nobody to turn to. And I turned to God. And, mm-hmm. you know, he gave me a lot of strength to, you know, like this morning, right, before we went out for a run, I, I yeah. said a prayer. And then I was like, God, give me and Tony the strength <laughs> to keep running. Yeah. And we did it, you know? We did it. <laughs> so... I just feel like if there's anything that you want to do in, in this life and you're giving yourself excuses, cut that shit. Just, just, cut just that don't. Shit. Just yeah. don't. Yeah, man. Just remove those excuses and tell yourself that today or tomorrow is going to be day one, but preferably today. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can start it today, do it today. Exactly. So, But also understand that it's going to take time. Exactly. Yep. Don't don't expect to get results like the next day, the next week, week, the next yeah. year, because yeah. this this takes time. Yeah, because I know some of these kids are gonna be like, "Well, yeah, I want to be a millionaire." Yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to get a Lamborghini. I want to get a Tesla. Bro, yeah. Yeah, you're joking about it, but some people actually have that goal, mm-hmm. and they they're only gonna get there mm-hmm. through hard work and dedication, and For those sure. big goals that you have. The bigger they are, the longer it's probably going to take. Yeah. Honestly, that's just Mm. how it works. That is how it works. You'll get there. I know you will. But you got to have that discipline. You got to have the motivation. And you got to have that accountability. So, I don't know. Like, if you're going to take anything from this episode is is find that spark. Turn it into uh, discipline. And then find a good support system to get you to get you going. For me, it's my boys. Tony and Jerry. Yeah. Same get your you mentors. Um, yeah. Yeah. Get some mentors. Get some friends. And hold yourself accountable above all, all else. So. I feel like that's how I'm able to test my friendships. Because, mm-hmm. like, I always get, like, people that are always like, oh, you know, I want to be your friend. I want to do a bunch of cool stuff. And I always want to do a bunch of, like, just you know, like they're always like, "Oh, like I want to be your friend." I'm ki- I'm that kind of person that's like, "Eh, you know." Like Drake yeah. said, yeah. "No new friends." <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick <laughs> or anything, but it's like, like literally, like the way that I test people is out on a run, mm. because there is that saying that people, you know, they only there to use you, they're only there to be there, and just like for clout, you know, just for clout yeah. and shit. But like. Dude, like, if you're out there running with me, then I can already tell that you're willing to go through shit with me. Because running sucks. It you does. know? Whenever I run with you guys, my only goal <laughs> is to not stop running. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. a good goal to have. Literally. That's a real good goal to have. Whenever I used to run, yeah. I would stop and walk. 
I would stop. Even walking is okay. But yeah. in my mind, I'm like, no, bro. You gotta you, keep going. You gotta keep going. Were you running by yourself? Yeah, I was running on yeah, the treadmill. That's definitely, I feel like I it's definitely harder. Yeah. yeah, running by yourself yeah. sucks. It does. It, it takes really does. My goal ten times. is to beat you guys. Well, my goal, <laughs> my goal is to keep up with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fails every time, but he, he gets. Uh, I, I, I'm get getting closer, close. But I'm getting like, close. Just know that I'm taking that into account, and I'm I running see, faster exactly, the next run. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> then you Rack push me yeah. to get even faster. So. I could tell you right now, Tony, you're probably getting like a lot uh, better muscular endurance because of that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Try yeah. To who's keep who's up. winning here? True. You I are. was exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like we've changed this into like literally like just a running. Podcast. <laughs> it's good, bro. I like it. I love, hey, dude. Yeah. I just love it. Like, yeah. for, dude, for so long. It's a good like, analogy. I just, I don't know. Like, I was telling Tony about how I was introduced to running. Yeah. And it's like the craziest story because it was, it was while I was going through like a really bad shit in high school. I was going through depression. I was getting bullied. Mm. And I just felt out of place. And I remember, dude, I remember that day that I showed up to Ms. Bangert's class. Mm. She's my gym teacher. I showed up in jeans and vans, and I had really bad allergies. And yeah. I showed up to the track, and I just sat down. And she looked at me, and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you're supposed to be on the track, and you're supposed to be running the mile. Because it was the first day, and we were trying to, like, do the pre-tests. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, like I have to run the mile in jeans and bands. <laughs> so there I am, right? I'm like, fuck it, whatever. So there I start like a lap behind everybody else. Next thing you know, like I finish mm -hmm. and I finish literally first of that class. And I run like a 650 mile, right? Which mm -hmm. is pretty fast. Like, you know, that's like, really that's fast. like a average. Yeah. Yeah. Like, average and I'm fast. Yeah. And I'm like doing it in jeans and, and, and bands. And I remember like time went by, time went by and Miss Banger called me out to go run the mile again mm -hmm. but this time she had the track and field coaches out on the field and they had their clipboards and she didn't even tell me who they were at the time yeah like, i was like i felt kind of weird like these these three dudes were just looking at me you like, said it was just <laughs> yeah it was just me oh, dang, like out okay, on the track cool. uh -huh. and miss banger was like hey like don't want you to get nervous or anything but you just, just do your best yeah just do your best you just perform right uh -huh. and i was like yeah sure and i was like what the hell right <laughs> And in that day, like, I was still depressed. I was still going. And you, if you guys have never been in depression, like, you don't want to be prepared. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I never took my shorts. Like, I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to change. Yeah. Like, I was so out of it. Like, I was like, I just want to get in there, sweat, and then get out and whatever, right? Yeah. So I ran the mile again, like, a couple days later. Yeah. With my, like, literally same. jeans and yeah. bands. And I run, like, an equal, like, the same amount of time, like, a 650, right? Mm -hmm. And then these guys come up to me, and they're like, hey, you know, you should do cross country. Or you should do track and field. And I'm like, hey, at the time, I thought track and field was only, like, only for people that were running the 100 meter and were only for sprinters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there I am, like, just like, nah, I don't want to do it. And then this one time, like, dude, like, I'm, I'm going to be, like, brutally honest, but, like, my suicidal thoughts were so rampant this one day mm -hmm. that I went to Coach Brown's room, like, bawling my eyes out, crying, like, telling myself, this is my last resort. Like, if I don't do anything, I don't know where I'm going to be in a month or mm -hmm. if I'll even be here. Mm -hmm. And I told him, like, I want to join the track and field team. And there I am crying. And he's like, okay, don't worry about it. Like, let's take you out to the field and let's introduce you to the team. And I get introduced to the team. And there's this one rule that Chassa has that. So I was a transfer student, right? Transferred from Battle Mountain to Eagle oh, Valley. Yeah. 
and there was this one rule that that said that like I couldn't run track for half the season because I was yeah. a transfer student. Such bullshit. They felt what? like yeah, they felt <laughs> like I was taking some kid's spot that was has been yeah. a, a student there for years, and I totally understand that, right? Mm-hmm. But it was already half of the season, so they, what's the point, you know? So the coaches instead of giving up on me they legit were like hey you know let's 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 introduce you to to cross country instead so they introduced me to coach brand and literally dude like cross country like little did they know that i would fall in love with cross country more than i love track and field like i love distance running i love running through the mountains i love just running in the open space Mm, i hate running in circles but i can see the benefit from it right but dude like that's how my running career started like people that literally saw potential in me mm-hmm. and i was going through some dark shit and like i tell i tell aiden like one of my best friends right mm-hmm. i tell him all the time like dude like i wanted to kill myself and you didn't know that and yet you gave me like a spot for me to shine mm-hmm. and you you challenged me every single day like aiden for me is what i am for you right like yeah. i was he was the guy i wanted to keep up with mm-hmm. he was the guy that was like the benchmark like i had to stay with him um and it turned out to be the love of my life you know like cross country and Mm -hmm. track and field and endurance like and like i mentioned it every single day like i really sucked at school until i got introduced to running Mm -hmm. because that mentality bled into my academics and i used that never give up never you know give in mentality Mm -hmm. um to school and i succeeded yeah and i'm thankful for it every day man every time that i'm running like i'm thankful for it that's why i'm always running in avon in Avon, Colorado. Yeah. Just because it's that's where, where started. Like, that's where I was raised as a kid when I came here from Mexico, and that's just will always be home. And I feel like every time I run there, I'm running and really just growing as a person. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Thanks yeah. for sharing. That was, pow- <laughs> that was powerful. Yeah, I think I'm done talking for now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, like, and and I think what what some people have to realize is. Sometimes you have to hit rock bottom in order to get that change. Yeah. Like Jerry was saying, it's it's that last resort that's yeah. like that's gonna be the game changer for you. For sure. And yeah. it, and I don't like it because it definitely sucks. It yeah. takes you to places you don't wanna be at. Yeah. It makes you uncomfortable in the wrong ways, you know. Yeah. Suicidal thoughts in your case. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's I it, Sometimes I I hate saying this, but sometimes I feel like it's necessary to get that change going. Yeah, and yeah. also going through those tough times exactly. builds character, you know. It builds character, yeah, like you said. So, so yeah, I mean, it's like it's that do or die mentality. Do or die. So, I legit like I had to run because I legit was just trying to find myself. Oh, and then now that I that I've been able to overcome that like I've like running is something that I just it's so hard for me to give it up mm-hmm. I take breaks yeah. here and there but then I'm always like fighting myself I gotta back go there. back yeah you know? I need it so <laughs> it's it's like my it's like my drug and I just really and, and like correct me if I'm wrong but like literally like all the successful you're people you're wrong no <laughs> all the successful that we all the successful people that we've been around they all do some sort of endurance sport yeah. You know, that's true. Yeah, like yeah. like our like our our founder. Like, you know, shout out to Ron. 
Shout out, Ron. You know, like back in the day, that guy was running miles after miles after miles after, and he's still out biking. He's biking. He's still biking. He's still biking. So, like, it just comes to show that, like, it's an everyday thing, Mm -hmm. and it's not easy. You know, you gotta do some physical activity. You know, this is sure. Gotta take care of your body. Like Elliot Kipchoge, the the fastest marathon runner, who was the first man that ever broke two hours Mm -hmm. in a marathon. The Mm -hmm. same, the same pain that you're feeling is what he feels. You know? Yeah. So, it's only he's like human. 159 miles. <laughs> Dude, fuck like, Have you seen that video? Yeah. Of when he's running the two hour, he's like legit. He's he's starting that race like I'm sprinting. Yeah. I, I, studied, I studied it in college, yeah. Dude, it's how for my Did it say how fast he was going the Dude, whole time he was running? He was they, breaking what, like five minutes? He was breaking fourth, or he was running like 432 miles. Well, if Holy you see the video, mile. it was in a controlled environment. He had yeah. to use a, a, a Oh, yeah, a track. that's true, yeah. Um, the weather. He had to use a, a laser that's like giving him uh, the, the pacers. The, yeah. the pace. And the pacers, pacers were like an yeah. aerodynamic exactly. form. The the clothes yeah. he was wearing designed by Nike. And has the, the shoes. Perfect the shoes. Did I have the shoes that he was wearing? Like what not are the, they? They're the Nike Zoom Vaporfly 2% or something. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Like I have them in my closet. Like, they're all right. Like my feet hurt after them. I use them. And then finally, yeah. he used his, his team mm-hmm. to like form that uh you know how birds form that the triangle exactly yeah, yeah. for the information exactly for the air current or whatever yeah and also to keep him motivated and to keep him uh company you know yeah at the end they kept like one by Switching. one they just you know started going off and then it was all up to to him but it's a really nice video to watch bro it's super nice yeah. so you should watch it afterwards I feel like, dude, we're talking about this, what what time is it? Um, it's, it's 11 p.m. Right yeah, it's oh, 11 wow. p.m. and I'm over here. Like, <laughs> I'm just wanting to get my running shoes on and just running. Out the <laughs> He's unmotivated. Hey, right let's now. go on a night run. Just, <laughs> ready to roll, man. Hell so, man. like, one of these days I'm going to get David to run with Jeff. Dude, Jeff, it, is, in, like, like, Jeff is insane, bro. Yeah. That man's a whole nother level. Like, he is, running. like, uphill. He's... Dude, like, I don't know how he does it. I was dying. He's running uphill, and he's having a whole-ass conversation. What the? (laughs) And Tony and I were like... (laughs) Bro, I was was trying... I was so focused, like, trying to... Um, not die <laughs> I know we were trying not to die and then Jeff like keeps looking back like what's so, yeah, up boys lovely day we have I didn't <laughs> I do remember when he took us out and it was snowing oh yeah it was, it was fresh was snow on the, on the floor what time did we go like it was at like 5 in the morning four? he picked us up in this Tesla we went out to the trails and it was pounding snow yeah and we're over here like running and I'm struggling and I'm over here slipping yeah every step that I take and Tony's keeping up for a little bit but I'm the one struggling and then Jeff's like, what's up, man? I thought you were Jerry Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we didn't run, like, at all. No, but then, like, I just hate running in the snow, bro. And I was running in, in road shoes, like, yeah. road running shoes. I was running True. in my marathon shoes. I can barely run in summertime weather. Dude, fucking <laughs> summertime Dude, sucks, the, heat like, the heat gets sucks to, me. to run. That's true. Yeah. Like, the best, like, you know, like, David studied this, but, like, when Elliot Kipchoge was breaking into our marathon, like, it had to be 50... 50 yeah. degrees outside mm-hmm. like it had to be 50 degrees or somewhere around that you'd be yeah. surprised how scientific like that that stuff has to be yeah like it I has know, to be precise exactly to yeah. what exactly. they like everything that they've measured you know has to be measured like they've even measured the vo2 max you know how much oxygen you're taking in to really just push Exert yourself that to. energy yeah mm-hmm. Damn. so like even stuff like that like people 
like I personally didn't even think that was measurable until I started running. So oh crazy. yeah, and it's so I was crazy. like, holy shit! Like you can measure that. Have you guys ever done that? I have. It's it's I crazy, it, yeah. bro. It's cool. It's pretty fun. They like, so you it's it's really invasive because you yeah. have to wear a, a tube in your mouth because they're like, it's like measuring your saliva you as well. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not measuring your saliva. They're uh, yeah, like measuring how you breathe and everything, and it's it's crazy, bro. It is amazing. I want to try it out sometime. It's really, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, they did that to one of my, one of my boys. Um, He legit, like this guy is one of the best runners I know. His name is Franklin. Yeah. He would take me out and like, this guy legit, like, if you think the Jerry Lopez treatment is bad, the Franklin treatment is (laughs) worse, dude. (laughs) Like this kid runs and like you're talking about, so his parents live in Breckenridge. Mm. He lives in Edwards, and he ran that whole thing. Jeez. From Edwards, From Edwards, to, Edwards Breckenridge. to Breckenridge? Yeah. What you know, through Vail Pass hell. and shit, and he took that, that trail. Hell. He, that's an man. hour driving. My legs. That's an hour and a half driving. He, My legs were starting breaking down. What the hell? Yeah. Talk about a beast, you know? And I remember this one time, he took me out on the trails. Mm-hmm. He took me out, and this other guy named Douglas, you know, shout out Douglas. He, he went to the Air Force. Um, nice. He took me and him out. And right around where Ron lives, mm. right? He, we took around some trails there. And we legit went for like an eight-mile oh. trail run. And we we came, we were running back down. And in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, I'm so close to just being done and you know, just <laughs> chilling. This guy has the audacity to lead us to the field, the Battle Mountain field. Uh-huh. And there we are doing 200 repeats. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but then again, it goes back to what we started, right? Mm-hmm. I was telling my, myself in that day, in that moment, I was telling myself, do you really, like, you're over here complaining, so do you really want this? Yeah. If you do, then do the work. Yeah. True. You know? Stop complaining and get to work. So I did it. It sucked, yeah. but I fucking, I did it, dude. And I was like, dude, that's dude, insane. Dude, but he was running it like he was fresh. Like every single time he did, he was fresh. And Douglas and I, we were like, oh, my God, we're about to throw up. Hell and Franklin <laughs> was looking at his watch like, okay, I got to go a little bit faster. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, was like, like I can barely keep up, man. I was like, bro, man. I, I love that. That gets me motivated. Exactly. I, I want to do an ultra. Dude, I did an ultra. I want to do an ultra. I want to do an ultra. I'm scared to do one, but Let's I'm down one next year. And Let's do train. it. Yeah. I, I'm so ready. When I was in Grand Junction as a personal trainer, yeah, um, my friends, my coworkers and I would always be like, Let's do a Spartan race. That's how my, my competitive thing yeah. started. Yeah. yeah, let's do a Spartan race. Because it, it's more about like strength and, and endurance and pretty mm-hmm. much overall uh, well-rounded athlete you are. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's do the Spartan. Um, instead, we did a Tough Mudder. We thought oh. that was a, a little Sound bit more like teamwork, huh? Yeah, Tough Mudder is more like a, like a fun, almost like a walk in the park yeah because even even my my fiance did it and she didn't train at all no and she, she managed to and she get met, through she, it yeah <laughs> it, it was more like a mental game of like oh dang can i really do this yeah and uh yeah she she went through it easily damn so i want to do a sparring i want to do an ultra i just want to push my body to its limits bro and see what just see what happens. See what better yeah. way to do it than running on your own feet, bro. <laughs> the easiest way to test your, your body. Now, let me tell you something sure. that will motivate you to do an ultra marathon. Mm-hmm. There's this runner. His name is Jim Walmsley. Walmsley. There's a documentary. It's like 30 minutes long. We should watch it. 
Um, but he has a similar story to me. Like he went to the military or he went to the Air Force and he was working underground. He would never see the sun and he got depressed. Mm-hmm. And then this one time he went to the bar and he drank too much. And he I think he was sleeping in his car or something like that. But then like he got like the cops came mm. and they did a breathalyzer on him. Oh. Right. Because like he was still in the vehicle or something around those things. And he, he was he was honorably discharged. Thing. from oh. the the air force yeah and he was a complete mess like mm. in in the doc i started crying because he, he was crying and he told himself like he was telling himself like i really was in a dark spot and and he was like if i could have gotten out of that space i would have i don't know what anybody would ever choose to feel that way and he would tell himself like what saved him was running like he would he would run cross country and track and he ran on the air force team like you have to be a top notch runner to do that he was a really yeah. good runner and he still is he, i think he just he just broke the record for fastest um for the western race mm. yeah. the the biggest ultra literally one of the biggest ultra marathons in the united states he just broke that record God damn. um and but honestly like in that in that documentary he breaks down and of like there was this one quote where he was going through through, the, through therapy and the therapist told him, like, he told him, like, I think you should run more. I see you more at peace when you're running more. Mm-hmm. And I see you that you're you're happier when you're running more. And he did it. And he legit went on to run, like, he's literally one of the top five or, like, at least one of the top three ultra marathoners in the United States right now. Like, Damn. he was able to use that moment to, you know, as motivation, as discipline. Yeah. And he still tells his story today, you know, of behavioral health and mental health. And it's just crazy to see, like, that growth and yeah. how, like, mm-hmm. like how some people were able to manage to really change it into something so big. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do an ultra marathon, dude. I'm so ready. Let's do it, man. And going I'm back to, to what, what we said, that guy was in a dark space. He in was order, in order for him mm-hmm. to to change and be yeah. who he is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it takes some time. It takes time. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I think. Uh, what do you guys think? We we hit the fifty minute mark. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, bro. Yeah, um, I just felt motivated. I thought, right off yeah, the dome. Right I thought now. it would be a short episode, but um, bro, it's, bro it's, if it's something that we're passionate about, we can talk we about can it for talk hours. days. But yeah, <laughs> it's about that time. So. Yeah, Thank man. you guys for listening in. It's about that time. We got to be up early tomorrow to run. Like, you know, we're not just talking, but we're going to walk it. So we got to we gotta perform, too. Got to do, do it. it. <laughs> so uh, we got to go to sleep so we can wake up and run. We got to get some rest. Darn, bro. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> but I know I got to do it. Hey, just uh, put on some music. Wait to get up did you put? Did you bring your AirPods? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah in the car. Wake bro, up, put some music. music. Time, <laughs> you my mean, bro? broke. <laughs> yeah, because this morning, this morning I was like, ah, I don't want to get up, but I put on some music, some like hip hop, and I. He put on I, some pop smoke. <laughs> <laughs> pop put smoke on some album, pop smoke. Listen to that new pop smoke album. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. That new R. song R. with Kanye though. Dude, it's good, it's so bro. Good. It's so good. All right, so we're good. signing off. Peace. Peace. See Please just keep going. Please.